Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Autism Stressless Podcast. Today, I'm going to be playing a recording of my husband from his YouTube page talking about schooling and autism because I really, 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 really want you guys to listen to all of the things that he has to say about um, what we went through as parents with Jaden, what Jaden went through. Um, I want to say he he wanted me to make mention that he apologizes the timeline with uh, talking about Sebby and Jaden. Sebby was not born at the time when we had Jaden at home and I was homeschooling him and it was three months, not two months, but it's okay. Um, we did a lot of research and a lot of um, therapies with Jaden at that time. He was little. We were just trying to, you know, get to know the school system and IEPs and ETRs and ISPs, all those wonderful abbreviations for the things that uh, we need for our kiddos. So today, I hope that you guys enjoy this recording of my husband talking about autism in schooling in our journey and where it's taken us. What's up, everyone? I'm coming to you from the road. I have a new mentality. I'm recording anywhere and everywhere. Because life has been so crazy, but I want to start pumping out videos and helping people out. So I'm going to record whenever I can. So right now I'm driving, but there's an important topic I want to talk about. But before I get started, if you're new to the channel, what's up guys? I'm Kevin. Please subscribe, follow along. And also, to anyone watching, if you get anything out of this video, please smash that like button. As you guys know, it's so, so important for the YouTube algorithms. Alright, so today's topic is... Schooling. When your child is young, what do you do regarding schooling? And I got a specific question from one parent regarding my child is nonverbal and they're about to start school. What do I do? And then what do I do about COVID, which I'll save for the very end because that's very different for everyone. So our journey, and I can only talk about our journey because I'm not a doctor, I'm not an expert, but I can just tell you about our insane journey the past 10 years with Jaden. Very funny because how this works. God works in funny ways. So we started originally, Madi is a researcher, so she threw herself into everything autism and started homeschooling Jaden at the age of three, right? Researched everything, tried to do it her own, and mind you, we were told that Jaden was pretty much going to be nonverbal, and because of a long seizure, his brain was fried. And now that I'm older, I almost want to say that doctor was trying to tell us your son is this, he's probably always going to be this, but I can't really tell you that. But I'm going to try to tell you in layman's term, his brain is fried from the seizure. And I appreciate that now years later, because I've always that's always stuck with me. And that's okay, because Jake is who he is. Now, now back to how our story went. Body tried homeschooling, lasted two months, completely stressed. But then we also had a young Sebastian. So having a young child makes that option to me very, very hard and very stressful. Now, if you don't have any other kids, homeschooling at a young age is very doable. A lot of responsibility, but doable. Our second option was we jumped into public school. That lasted a week, guys. That was a no-brainer. That's not going to work. Phone calls out the wazoo. Your child's acting up way too much for us in our situation even with a tet or like a, an aide at the you know public schools even though he was in the special needs classroom uh his behaviors were too much at that point he was screaming 100 to 200 times a day so that wasn't going to work 
Then we took him to uh, the big special needs school, the best one in our county. And this school is amazing, guys. But it was for anyone under the umbrella of special needs, right? Who has been uh, diagnosed with a special needs. Awesome school. But I went once. Body went a couple times. I went once, sat in a circle with all these other parents. All these kids had different diagnoses. And I realized that right away my parental instincts told me, this is not for my son. This school's awesome. They had a gym. They did field trips. They did all these things. But that at that age, Jaden wasn't going to get the ABA, the one-on-one, all the stuff we at least wanted to try and hope for growth and development with him. So that school probably lasted two weeks. And to this day, we still know the director, and they're awesome. But not for our son, because he's nonverbal, lower functioning, didn't match up. So now we jump to our third school. This is a specific autism school that took the Ohio scholarship, and they bust. So we thought we were in. We were good. This lasted about three years. Why did we get out of it? Well, seasons come, and you learn more and more about your kid, and then you also get more educated as time goes on. Long story short, great school, but as Jaden grew, he wasn't developing as fast as the other kids. Again, kind of going back to the doctor saying, his brain's fried, right? Like, I almost feel like that was a sign from him just be prepared be prepared to have him in a certain setting so that for me always stuck with me and i i never looked at it as negative it's just it is what it is the seizure was what it was right not Jaden's fault so as the other kids developed and grew um with their development Jaden was getting left behind and as he got older he started to get into bigger groups which takes me back to something that does not match with Jaden. So after about three years at that school, we thanked them, we said goodbye, and that's when we actually got up and moved about 30 to 40 minutes to our next school, um, which was tiny. Itty bitty tiny school with about 13 people, 13 kids, and there was one-on-one text for everyone, right? Awesome. And then ABA all day long in a way, in different ways. this is what we always wanted. This is what this is going to work, right? So till this day, um, years later, Jay's still in this school. And we love them. They're like family. Um, the turnover, unfortunately, is very high with the techs because the burnout rate. The Some of them develop and, you know, get higher education and move on. And that's something you parents have to understand. That's no one's fault either, right? It's a tough job taking care of a handful of lower functioning kids with severe behaviors Um, but then also you're trying to advance with your education so it's not a permanent thing so i've never taken that personally at this school with high turnover just normal that's what i've learned in the autism community with severe autism schools so now we're at where we're at jay's 14 the pandemic hits and he was struggling with school he did not like going to school in the morning or he'd have meltdowns when we picked him up and it was very stressful. So then the pandemic comes, and he stays home. And what happens right away? Just like any other kid, he's happy to be home. But he's really happy. Like, meltdowns and random tick behaviors dissipate or disappear by, I'd say, 75%. So for us and himself, 
the anxiety and the stress in our household across the board just dropped. All because our son was home. And mind you, he's 14 now. How much more is Jaden going to learn? Probably not too much. At this point, our central focus is on life skills. Because we've done all that. We've done the trial and error. We've done all the ABA. And we realized Jaden's never really going to learn a lot of those things, right? Some things have stuck and some things have worked that he'll forever have in his head. But Jay has a ceiling. And we've tried it all, right? So as parents, we have no regrets. So school starts back up. Guess what happens? The meltdowns start right back up. The morning meltdowns, just getting up in the morning, were hard. He's itching, he's scratching. His anxiety and stress is so bad because he doesn't want to go back to school. Now, you can argue, well, that's just any kid's going to not want to go to school, but since he can't talk, that's what he does. Well, yeah, that might be true, guys, but because Jaden has so many um, behaviors that stem and ripple from this, we don't care. If he's having major, major meltdowns that affect him and us and our nine-year-old, there's way more to this picture, right? It's a little more complicated than just saying, well, he's a teenager. He doesn't want to go to school. you got to make him go to school. No, I don't agree with that. That's just my personal opinion. So we tried this for a couple months. Morning meltdowns in the parking lot, hurting texts, kicking our car, kicking the back window. Almost broke uh, my car window. Lots of meltdowns, lots of stress. That's five trips a day times two drop-offs. That's ten situations where he can have meltdowns. And we realized, Madi and I, that this is not worth it anymore. It's not worth the stress. It's better to just have him home, do an online homeschool program, um, get get the certification stuff from the state, what needs to be done, and Madi has joined a Facebook group. So we are in the process of getting Jay officially homeschooled. We got all these apps, these amazing tech apps that have changed everything to keep him busy. But then we also got a lot of life skills stuff. And he's just happier. He's less stressed, guys. And and I can't say enough how much that means to us because it's so hard to watch your son be that anxiety-filled and that, um, that, fill, I'm sorry, driving, <laughs> filled that much with also anger from hating school that much. And he can't really tell us because he's not verbal. So that's where we're at. We're right back where we started over a decade later. So I want you guys to think about that as younger as parents. Try everything you can. Exhaust every option. My God, give your child the best opportunity for success so you can sleep soundly at night. That was always our mentality is go above and beyond. We even move for them. And then now we move back to the county that we love because they have great um, services for him. But now we're doing homeschool. Just like back when he was three years old, pretty much. So think about that for a second. Pretty crazy, right? So for parents starting, it's hard to give you one specific advice. Because look what we did. We were in the same boat. We were we were totally overwhelmed and jittered and confused. That's normal, guys. And I almost compare it to like your first kid compared to your third kid. Your first kid, you're worrying, you're... You're overthinking everything, but then by your third kid, you're like, ah, I got this. I feel like with Jane, we're in the third kid phase now with his age. That's probably the best example I can give is we've tried it all. We don't really care anymore. We love Jane. We're going to take care of him the rest of his life. And if he can pick up some life skills, awesome. 
right? Because he's awesome to have around the house. We keep him busy doing things, and that's really all that matters because the amount of stress in the house and safety precautions has gone way down. He was breaking lots of things, hurting us um, with his behaviors, and again, he was just that unhappy. So that's our story regarding how to school, how to... (laughs) How to pick the proper school for your child. It's not an easy answer. That's why I'm on 11 minutes of talking here. Because this is a very complex situation and every child's different. But the main thing I think you need to do is trial and error. Trial and error. Don't feel guilty pulling your kid out of something. Especially at a young age. They're not going to care. Kids are resilient. They'll adapt. They'll change. If you don't feel right, pull them out. Right? You have the control as the parent. You choose the IEP, what's in there. You have a lot more control than you think, parents. And then the last part is COVID. I cannot tell you what to do with COVID because we're all so different. But if you don't want to take your kid or put your child back into school or put them in school right now because of what's going on in the world, then don't do it. If, you're, if your instincts is telling you no, then don't do it. If you're okay, do it. I think it's that simple. I can't really tell you what to do on that. That's something you have to worry about. But if you are going to put your child back in school, understand it's going to be unpredictable. Um, Jaden, some days will have school, some days he won't. Um, the school might close down for a week, it might reopen. It's going to be very unpredictable and unstable. So if you do do that, have that mentality and be ready for a roller coaster ride. And if you're okay with that, then God bless you. All right? So that is our journey on how to pick a school for your child. And people with neurotypical kids worry about some of the most minute little things, right? (laughs) So I hope this has helped. I'm sorry it went on for almost 13 minutes, but I do think this is a very big topic for younger parents starting this journey of picking the proper school. All right? Again, if you guys have gotten anything from this video, give it a thumbs up. Thank you. If you're still watching, thank you so much. I love you guys for sticking around for this long. Leave comments below. Let me Okay. So, I know this is going on for, uh, what, 13 minutes now. But I thought that this would be good to play on here because Kevin and I have been going through a lot of ups and downs when it comes to education concerning Jaden. And um, for those of you that are new listeners, our Jaden is 14 now. And um, he is with epilepsy, level 3 autism, and intellectual disability, PICA. He's got a lot of stuff going on. Um, So I hope that this helps you guys just to understand um, our journey. And, you know, some of the things that you guys can do too. I mean... I've put so much effort into reading and researching and uh, studying and just interviewing people and special educators and parents just to understand what would be best for Jaden. But really, in all in all, what's best for him is that, you know, we as a family seek God together, that we're close together that we love and respect one another, and that we do for each other. Really, it's all about love and family. I mean, if I want to put it in layman's terms, you know. And what we've learned is that, you know, just loving on Jay the best that we can, the same way we love on Julian and the same way that we love on Sebastian, our our little one, like, it really does go a long way, you know, just loving them 
and really seeking out, you know, what, how they learn best and how are they most comfortable, you know, in a school setting or whatnot. And even like Kevin said, with COVID and things like that, things are crazy right now, right? Because a lot of you parents are at home anyways, and you're taking care of your kids and they may be schooling, you know, online. And my sister, you know, she's homeschooling her son too. And he goes to, you know, an autism school. So, I mean, it's just difficult. You know, a lot of people are in different situations. Some people have their kids in school, but they don't want them in school. So you really have to figure out what works best for you. If you are thinking about homeschooling in Ohio, I would recommend checking out the website Christian Home Educators of Ohio. Um, you can also find them on, in, you know, on Facebook. But they're a wonderful group of people that will help you you know, answer all your questions that you have. There's a there's a number that you can call on their website. Um, let me see if I could grab that for you. Christian Home Educators of Ohio. Make sure I don't give you the wrong um, website here. Do, 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 do. So it's because they have one in um every state so christian home educators of ohio is www.cheohome.org so they will help you uh, and answer any questions that you may have concerning homeschooling your child or your special needs child um and of course you know for those of you where you know you're like this is just not enough well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love you guys, but I can only give you some of the things that I do with my child. Like I have a slew of apps that I use as well. Uh, Con Kids, there's Snapchat, there's Learning. Uh, so those are the three apps that I, I've been using right now and, and studying for Jaden. But we also use the picture exchange system like mad, like crazy, because Jaden doesn't do very well with technology. He's, um, his attention span's not that uh, long, so I use the picture exchange system, and we use a lot of flashcards and things like that. So I hope this has helped you guys. Um, let us know. Uh, I went out with the old, and I'm in with the new this year for email, so don't use the old email that we've had. You guys can just email me at maritzamolis at gmail.com, okay? And please take a look at my husband's uh, YouTube page. You will not be sorry. All right, guys, have a great week. We're praying for you. Bye. All right, so the stressless skill for the week is to answer this question. If you could educate your child in exactly the way that would best suit the both of you, free from all restrictions and fears, what would that look like? So answer that question this week, okay? And let's see what I got here. So the scripture that I have for you today is going to be in just a second. Mm-hmm. Sorry, technology slowing down. James, so it's in the book of James, chapter 1, verse 5. 
If any of you need wisdom, you should ask God, and it will be given to you. God is generous and won't correct you for asking. So I hope you guys are okay this week with your children and schooling and all the stuff that's going on. I'm praying that you guys have peace and comfort. Uh, Also praying that, you know, you ask God for wisdom and answer the question that I just gave you for this week and really think about what you're doing for your child and their education. All right, everybody. Have a great one. See you next week.